You are now listening to the Playmaker Podcast. What's good, family? This is the Playmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. I'm your co-host, Nikita Monroe Thomas. First of all, you came in real suave. Like, what's up with that? That's how you feel I'm today? feeling good. It's Reggie Coleman. Um, playoffs and the NBA about to start up, but we're going to get to that. I just I just feel good today, man. Okay, that's good. How you feeling? I'm okay. That's I'm good. Okay. That's good. So, um, this is episode 56 for... For our new listeners, um, we thank you for tuning in to our podcast because you didn't have to uh, click on us. Um, but we hope you enjoy this episode and also catch up on previous episodes. Um, but we about to get right into it. We we're going to talk in NBA, a um, little bit about music, uh, Dame Dollar, you know, we got to talk about him. But first, we're going to get into what we've been up to the last week or so. Um, and Keita, I'll let, I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. what have I been up to? I haven't been working. I've been off work. So I had like a, a couple of days off work. Um, uh, getting the last things of the mixtape done for King Gav's mixtape that's dropping tomorrow or the day after. I'm trying to figure it out now. Um, so the DJ finished, uh, putting his vocals on it. Be on a lookout. Yep. I was able to reach out to the DJ. Shout out to Instagram. Instagram is the goat. Um, but I was able to find the DJ, talk to him, conversate with him, and um, you know, he looked out for me. You know, King Gav was uh, a good person and a dope individual. So people want to show love. So he was on board. You know, cleared the schedule for me, and you know, got to the studio, put his vocals down, got it back to me at a super quick time. And I just want to shout out DJ West Wells. I really appreciated my brother, and um, I'm probably hit him up so he could be on the podcast. Cause I, he's a dope DJ out of Philly, and um, that's what I've been doing lately. Just putting the finishing touches on a mixtape. Um, trying to, like, you know, it's, it's a process. So I'm just, like, navigating my emotions. You know, if I'm not okay, you know, that's okay. But overall, I've been better than I expected. So that's what I've been doing. Just maintaining, just handling some business that I need to handle. Hold on. Before I go, have you still been working out? I, I mm-hmm. remember. Have you still been working out? You've been, you went, you was going strong for a good, like, <laughs> From what I seen about a month or, or yeah, so. Yeah, I fell off, but the bit. comeback is coming. Okay. Yeah, the comeback coming. Yeah, yeah. I fell off a little bit. The thing about working out and the thing about, like, staying consistent with something is, like, when you stop, you got to start all over. And you got to, like, reprogram yourself. So now I got to I gotta get my start with my eating first. You got to get back into that groove. Yeah, so I just got to get back into that groove. So I'm thinking probably, like, next week I'll be able to, because all this, uh, the mixtape, can't ask birthday, so I'll be able to. Go through that, and then I feel like I'll be able in the, in the best mental capacity to get back on my grind because I miss working out. I'm not even going to lie. But when I wake up in the morning, I'll be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's all I do is chill. Um, But what have I been up to? Um, Like you said, Instagram is like a key tool in reaching out to people that you don't know personally. But Correct. it's ways to make new connections. So I've been doing that with different people. Trying to get them on a podcast. Correct. Like I said, on many episodes, like I don't mind reaching out and I don't I don't take it personal if they say no. They just not they're not interested and I move on to the next person. Correct. So that, that's what I've been doing as far as the podcast goes. Um as far as life goes, I've been, you know, chilling. Golf, right? That's your new Golf, thing? yeah. I've I've been golfing. I ain't hit. Good? I ain't go on the on the course yet. I've just been on the uh, driving range. Oh, you're not a you're not golfer. So I'm you're not a golfer. Around. I'm just I'm just out there for real. <laughs> but maybe I'll get there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
that's really been it. Two K. Two K in it with the with the family, you know. Mm-hmm. We 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 haven't played in like a week or so, so it's because you know the new one about to come out, so we trying. That's to That's the Kobe up. one. Yeah, Two K twenty one September fourth. Wow, ladies, you heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Buy us 2K21 and the PS5 if you know it's real. But Whoa, I didn't say pricey. that. Pricey. Nah, I'm joking. Pricey. I'm joking. But um, no, for real, for real though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I've been doing. Um, and I also been watching the NBA. Let's talk about the NBA. Dame Dollar. Dame Dollar. So first, they're giving away a MVP for the bubble and also a like making a first team bubble all bubble I don't team. Want nah. Mm-mm. So let's talk about it. Dame Dollar. <laughs> how you feel? What you feel? How you feeling? I know you said some things off air about a certain I just, reporter. I just, I just think journalist, like, whatever you want to call him. I just think like <laughs> we're we're in like that reporter realm. So I just think sometimes you just got to keep that same energy when you're talking about players because at the end of the day, it's the stats that mean it. If you want to go by the numbers, and I know a lot of people like to run off stats, but the stats is what it is. Dame. Is that dude like his team needs to get into the playoffs? So he scored fifty one. His team needed all sixty one points. His running mate has a back injury. Only scored eight points in that game. They needed every point, every sixty one point. They needed to charge. So, you know, I think it comes to a point where people have to. It needs to be a clear definition of superstar because my definition of superstardom may be different from Reg's definition of superstardom, and that's okay. But don't be disrespectful. And I think it got to a point where it was disrespectful because. Come on now. Every person that watches basketball that's a fan of basketball, even if you don't even know the ins and outs of the history of basketball, no Dame is a superstar. And and I think it's just this time and generation that we're in that a lot of people can't see it because of the market that he's in. He's playing in, he's playing in Portland. And I think that people is not aware of the this different mindset because this was a mindset of a lot of players five, ten years ago. You know, you got KD tweet, like, I never joined a super team, and then – Fast forward, he joins a 73-9 and nine team and wins two NBA finals and et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, you know, I think people are taken aback by Dame's approach to saying, like, no, I won't join a super team. And, you know, if I can't get it done in Portland, it, it may not be meant to be. Now he's saying that now. I think as time goes on and, you know, he gets uh, later in his career, if winning the championship means that much to him, he may join. And I don't think he, I don't think he has that type of – Ugh, and I'm gonna join a super team, but I feel like players will want to play with Dane. But I think it's just the market of Portland. I don't think it's attractive enough for players to want to come down there. But Dame is such a dynamic superstar, in my opinion. That you know, I'm surprised that more players wouldn't want to come to Portland and play with him. But you know, I like the approach that Dame's taking. Let his game talk. You know, he's he's a man of few words, but when he says something, is true. You know, I, I didn't have a problem with the back and forth with him and. Excuse me, Paul George and um, Pat Bev. Pat Bev, but I didn't like that it got personal with the family members talking about significant others and stuff like that. That's where it crosses the line, and I don't think it needed to have been taken there. But that's what happens when family members see things online and, you know, they take things to heart. That's just how it is. But besides that, I didn't have no problem with what Dame said because he said the truth. You know, Paul George in the last, what, five years, been on, what, two different teams? One from the Went from the Pacers, Pacers to, to the, the OKC, OKC now to, to, the to LA Clippers. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, so in in basketball realms, if you ask players, yeah, that could be you. In 
Dame wasn't wrong, and I don't think Paul George, in a sense of what he was saying, was wrong. But the thing about that I have about Pat Bev is <laughs> when you, I've been a role player, so I'm not coming at it like, oh, role players can't talk, role players can't say anything. But I'm saying it, it doesn't hold a, a lot of weight when a Pat Bev is talking about a Dame. Like they're not on the same playing platform, in my opinion. But Pat is a dog, so I feel like people respect it regardless. But it's just it's funny to me because, you know, it's kind of like the the 15th player on a team trying to come for LeBron. It's like, mm, we hear you, but it's funny. And then, you know, I wish they could meet in the playoffs, but, you know, hopefully if, if Portland get in, they'll meet the Lakers. And, you know, that would be an interesting matchup because I don't think no one on the Lakers besides LeBron – or like I'm trying to think of anybody else that could really try to guard Dame. So I nah, think that that'd LeBron, be a good look. LeBron wouldn't even put himself in that position to mm-hmm. make himself look bad because And it's not even bad. He would that would be a tiring situation. Tiring, <laughs> he he'll probably get in foul trouble. Correct. And like Dame is elusive. Then his offensive quick. game will the three, yeah. So it'll take a downfall. Yeah. But um what you think? I I've been liking Dame as a point guard. I been saying he was top three. Now he's like one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Correct. You know, I'm a Chris Paul fan too. But yeah. Just talking like a bucket getter, like no, oh, yeah, he's it's always been Dame, and yeah. now people are giving him his credit. But he been doing this, like yeah. he's been scoring. Yeah. It's just like they were, they weren't, they were always trying to fight for the playoffs. That AFC. It was always an up upward grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I will tell you this: I'm not surprised by how. The team is playing now because all their players were able to get healthy. They have Correct. their starting center back, their starting power forward. They added Melo, who's been hooping. Correct. Um, like you said, CJ is hurting right now, but that's a that's a great five. And then you got a, a young bench who's been performing in Correct. the bubble. Correct. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., he's one of the best shooters in the bubble right now. He's shooting like 60%. If they were all healthy in during the season – and adding Melo, I think they're top five in the West. I agree. Because I agree. you can just see how they're playing. Like, and there's so many other factors that you you put into like uh fans being there, playing on a row is I get is one is one West, bubble. Yeah. Three <laughs> sites, but one yeah. bubble. Correct. Um and it's like it is what it is. We're we're faced with unusual situations all the time, and this is one for them. They're playing in a bubble. LeBron said it. There's no fans. He's still trying to adjust to it. But at the end of the day, they all had to adjust to the same thing. Correct. They all used to playing in front of 20,000, 30,000 people. people. Yep. Hey, pe- some people say if if uh, whoever wins this championship is going to be an asterisk. What what type of asterisk, though? This is, is, it like a hard, to, is it like this a hard-working asterisk? Or is it like... I think, like... Most players say this This is probably the toughest. They're away from their family. Yeah, they're I'm away trying from to understand what kind of asteroid it would be. Like, this is probably one of the toughest, if not the toughest. Not just physically, mentally as well. Because exactly. you got to think. I don't think you could. The players can't have their whole families with them in a the bubble. I think, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how different it is from the, the WNBA wobble to the bubble, the NBA bubble. Mm-hmm. But I think the WNBA, you could bring your significant other and your kid, or it's something like that. So it's like NBA you know, can't even do that until after the first round. Yeah, you can't. So you got you got these players away from their kids, their wives. You know, it's more is a mental thing. So and that's what Jalen Brown was saying from the Celtics. Um, usually, when you like a regular season, you play the game, you practice, but you can get away from it. You can 
do whatever mm-hmm. your hobbies are, yep. um, golfing, yep. or whatever. Absolutely. He was saying, like, basically, it's all basketball 24-7. Even though yep. they have things for them to do, like, you go to practice. You go to the games, but it's always basketball because you're you're you can't leave the bubble. Like yeah, so it's you're always thinking about it because it's right there. You can't yeah. get away from it. And, he, and and I think a lot of these guys probably hasn't haven't been in that position since college when you're around your team, but you're younger than it's like you don't have a you have a different type of responsibility as a professional athlete than you did as a collegiate athlete. So that's probably in my opinion. What I, if I I'm not a professional athlete, but if I was, it would be abnormal because it's like i see you every day like it's just not something you're used to you don't normally see your colleagues so much you know mm-hmm. it's normally practice game you go with your family you know it's more of a, a separate thing you know y'all hang out in isolated situations but it's not so on top of each other pause um <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just a um i think i think a lot of people you know would say only, only say asterisk if the if the lebron and the lakers win because if the Port and Terrell Blazers win, they're not going to be like, oh, asterisk. No, if right. LeBron and James and the Los the Angeles toughest, Lakers win. They had the toughest road to winning. Listen, everybody got the toughest road to winning. Like, the Lakers, they're the only team that won't find out who they're playing until the very the day before the playoffs start. Correct. That's a disadvantage in itself. Even though they didn't want seed, they worked so hard to get the one seed thinking home corner advantage. Correct. Um, You know who... You playing and yep. whatnot. Scouting. Now it's like yeah. it's not the same. It's like, condensed. There's no home court advantage. Mm-mm. Listen, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I still got the Lakers winning. Though, it's gonna be fun. It I, is. I don't it know is. who I have winning because you know. And I, you know, if y'all been listening and and if y'all know me, I, I my guy is mellow, and I I want to yeah. see him win, but it's they not go, gonna be. They good. going against the Lakers. I can't. I can't. Can't. I think can't. it's gonna go five. Five. Yeah. We'll talk about that when it. Correct. I think it's gonna go six, but we'll see. We'll see. If the Lakers want to show me the real, they'll sweep them. Mm, that ain't happening. Copy that. Because the <laughs> Lakers, I don't even like how they playing right now. But it's shaky. We'll, we'll talk about that um, in a, in a couple weeks. Yeah, when, when the playoffs, playoffs start. start and we see how it's going. Um, but yeah, Dame Dollar been a killer. Yeah, so he scored the 61, and then Adidas dropped his prices on his sneakers to $61, and I bought a pair. I was uh, I was about to ask you that, and then you already jumped yeah. the gun. Because yeah. I'm like, I know you've been on your sneaker wave and yeah. whatnot. You know. And y'all want to know something? <laughs> I, talked to, I told my therapist, I said, is it? I, um, I'll be buying sneakers a lot to, like, <laughs> like, like, therapeutic. And she was like, you know... You know, it's is a positive outlet. You know, long as you being smart about it. I was like, see, <laughs> even my. So, thing. what is your definition of being smart about it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I I need to be smarter about it. That's what I will say. But yeah, I bought a pair because I played ball. Oh yeah, I meant to tell y'all, I played ball last week. Mm. You know, shout out to my girl Jazz. She won a shirt too. I'm gonna see if I we got a shirt for you. But um, yeah, I went out played ball. You know, a little rusty, but the moves was there. Handle was a little sus. Um, jump shot was off, trash, hot garbage. I probably shot. I played played like three games. I probably shot four for like thirteen. Like it was a five or six for like thirteen. So it was an off, you know, like you're, two you're rebounds. Just trying to get it back, you know, I'm rusty. Like, yeah, you know. But what I thought, what I really gained from the experience is that I'm good enough to be able to, you know, teach my godson when he get older to play. Like I'm not that sorry yet. 
So he's two years old. So I feel like, you know, I'm not like I'll be able to beat him till he probably like 12, 13, 14. So I, I, I gauged it from that perspective. But my back was on fire the next day. Like I'm like, man, it seemed like it was just yesterday. I could just go in the gym, play ball, no stretching. <laughs> now I need like a 25 minute stretch. Ice. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. I had a good time. So shout out to my girl Jazz for texting me like, come out, play ball. I appreciate it. So Yeah, we're gonna get a shirt for you. But um facts. Before we switch gears off of sports, college sports, mm-hmm. um football, we'll talk about football first. There's many conferences that still wanna play. Mm-hmm. Um some not many, but some don't like they already said they're not playing or some the Big said, Ten, I think, not playing. Some right? have said they'll yeah. just play conference games and whatnot. Um, with the college football, I'll give my real quick opinion on mm-hmm. it. Um, of course, college sports, the NCAA is a business, especially when they're giving out scholarships and they get money from TV sponsors and one, all that. Yep. Um, it's a business. So they do they really care about the kids? I said this, like I say, I say all the time. like No. <laughs> Not really. No, they not care really. about their job, their company, their their well being before their the money. kids. Correct. Um, they don't care about their health, and uh, it's just like you you some coaches have so much, especially from the bigger schools. They have so much to say now about should they return, mm-hmm. but we've been dealing with like all this social justice and Correct. whatnot. Yep. Um, Black Lives Matter. Yep. Where were they when that was going on? You see how a, a person's true character mm-hmm. when, like, and what they really care about. They don't really, I'll say 70 to 80% of their team is more than likely um, African American. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But you, you didn't support them when they were front line marching and. Hosting and doing whatever they they mm-hmm. had to do to support the cause, but now now you're front line because you, you don't want the 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 season to um, be canceled. Correct. I just I I get it, but I, I well, actually I don't get it. But like, what's your what's your purpose? Like you get like if I was a kid, I, I it's hard for me to say this. Well, easy for me to say this about transferring and whatnot, but. Like, do y'all really care about me, my health, my family? No, they don't. They care about them, their health, their family. Mm-hmm. And they're not getting on the field exposing themselves to other people and right. this, that, and the third. Like, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, it's a is a um it's it's honestly not a tough, tough call. It's it's the health of the kids at the end of the day, you know. Um, a lot of these young men have futures. Um whether it's the NFL, whether it's anything else. So at the end of the day, is is when do you put their health and their safety at the forefront and take the money off the table that you're making, that your program is making, that the university is making. And, you know, the schools that's making the most noise about them playing is the schools that uh, need need it to play, pertaining to the money and, and what would be at stake. And you will really understand and you will really be able to respect and, and kind of know uh, what coaches mean well because is a pandemic. It's not just something that's just like oh, it's just a a, a, a flu. Let's sweep it under the yeah, rug. Like, it's not that. Like you got to think. Okay, so you're just gonna play conference games. Okay, but you can't guarantee with those players in that 
school is doing. If it's like it's so many different facets of uh, safety that I don't think the NCAA can guarantee for any of these players. And I know a lot of players, you know, at the end of the day, your health is important. And I feel like it's going to be to a point where the NCAA, are they going to hold some of these players' eligibility to, you know, because the NCAA is so petty. So say you're a senior right now and you're like, nah, I'm not with it. I got a child. I have a family. Like, no. Will they take your year of eligibility if you don't play? Will they try Will they to do something sneaky? Will your scholarship be in jeopardy after you did three years at the school? You put your your blood, sweat, and tears. Football is one of the most dangerous sports. You know, you didn't just, you know, and you got to think these kids are putting their lives on a line for what? A hope that they can get into the NFL. The percentage of athletes that make it to the NFL, you guys know, is very low. So at the end of the day, these players are putting their lives on the line, you know, for a school or a college for them for what? So at the end of the day, is the players, you know, you got to take it into account, you know? I know, I know. It's, I was, we both were student athletes, so it's hard for us to say, oh, yeah, it's easy to say don't play. But at the end of the day, you really got to put your safety into into the forefront and understand that, you know, you have something to live for and it's not dying on a football field because somebody was unsafe and didn't wear a mask here. And, you know, you know, they say these things because it's important to wear a mask and be distant and all this, but you can't guarantee that someone's doing it. You know, these are, you gotta, at, at the end of the day, these are young men. They still want to have fun. So at the end of the day, you don't know. I see people on Instagram all the time at parties and stuff like that. No judgment. I'm just saying you can't guarantee that this person that you're playing against didn't go to a party, didn't wear a mask, didn't do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, it's just too many different facets that I feel like the NCAA can't guarantee safety for these players. So at the end of the day, isn't I don't think it would be a big deal if they just say no, no football this year. But then I also think that it'd be good for the players because now you have a whole year without sports, which is hard. I've done it. I played, I went to school without sports. It's not easy. But, you know, that's a different type of focus. Now you can focus on your schoolwork. Now you can focus on what you really want to do for your future. Because at the end of the day, everyone on these rosters are not going to make an NFL roster. So it's like, what do you want to do moving forward? So I think it's a it's a good thing for the players, the, the players to understand. You know, football is not the end-all, be-all of your life. You need to figure out what you want to do. And a year without football will help a lot of these players. You can get into media and talking. And, you know, a lot of these guys are star college athletes. So the ESPNs and all of them would love to have you on there talking and, you know, try to get your foot into doors that you wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity or the time to. That's just my opinion. Yeah, so I, I hope they come to a – Coming to a like conclusion and make the right decision with what they're going to do. I right. personally feel like they're still going to play. Oh yeah, for um, sure. In college basketball, it's a little different. Like most, uh, not most, a couple of conferences already said they're not playing, and then some said they're only doing conference conference games. So it's about they're doing uh, basically the same things in college football and basketball. So it's tough. I just I just hope they make the right decision for the kids. Um, mm-hmm. And not just themselves, because um, the money, the money will roll back in when the time is right and like this pandemic is over. And like, all money ain't good money. Exactly. You know, putting the safety and the risk of students for a couple million dollars is mm, that was good. Not nice. <laughs> That's how it's just like all connections ain't good connections. Correct. Like 
Yeah, it may it, they may have the clout. I'm I'm switching it up, but my bad. No problem. They may have the clout, <laughs> but like, does it follow your your goals and guidelines for what you're trying to do and what you stand for? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah. So speaking of clout, not clout, but <laughs> Meg, Meg the Stallion came out with a new song, Cardi B. Yeah. Before um, we get into that, oh, my though, bad, my bad, my bad. Before we get into that, I was a little excited. <laughs> we gonna we gonna get into that, but somebody just put on Instagram. Um, another WAP, another another term for it is what about uh, prosecuting the police officers mm-hmm. that killed Breonna Taylor? So it's been over 150 days until since um, the unfortunate murder of Breonna Taylor, and you know it's a tough it's a tough situation because at the end of the day, as time goes on, other situations happen, other situations come about. You know, and I and I see like a lot of people say the hashtag is gone, but you know, a lot of people are still talking about her. Um, it was just it's just an unfortunate situation, and all we could do is use our platform and use our voice, you know, to to push forward and you know hope that you know the district attorneys and and all the people that's in power can look at this situation and understand it could have been any one of us. It could have been any one of us in our house sleep and. Cops just come in and just start shooting. It's just a un, it's just it just doesn't seem real that nothing like not even a arrest nothing like it's like they're trying to like delete it like it didn't happen, you know. So at the end of the day, you just got to be mindful, you know, and just use your voice and use your platform for something positive. And you know, I know it's a lot of other police de- shootings and everything like that. But she didn't deserve that. Her family didn't deserve to go through that, you know. So, you know, we're just hoping that, you know, as we continue to talk about her and push forward and women's basketball, men's basketball, all these sports have her picture and her name and continue to talk about her because that could have been any one of us just doing what we normally do on a regular night after you get off work, come home, go to sleep, and just somebody just come into your home, don't announce themselves, just start shooting, and then you're gone without no, 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 nothing. They're not being prosecuted. They're not nothing. Like, it's just sad. So uh, before we got into that topic, I just wanted to say that because it's just important because it's just, it's just an unfortunate situation. And I just hope, you know, as we continue to, to, to say her name and push forward that they they do come up with some charges on these police officers because they need to be held accountable. And we could just only hope for the best. And to piggyback on that real quick. It's sad to say this, but it's like it's a norm. It's like we're not surprised mm-hmm. that things are still happening mm-hmm. the way they're happening with police brutality, uh, wrongful killings. Like, Correct. Yeah, some people took it into consideration speaking about cops and whatnot, but like it's still people out there, cops out there doing the same things they've been doing, Correct. getting caught on camera and still not getting prosecuted. I just... It's just it's just sad and and cr- it's crazy because mm-hmm. the evidence is there. Yep. What else do you need? Yeah, but it's like yeah, you're right. You're we're right. we're fighting so many battles. Yep. With the other side, so to speak, like yeah, it's so hard for us to win in anything, mm-hmm. whether it be life or in this case, like un unwrong like wrongful deaths. It's like it's frustrating. It's sad, but mm-hmm. at the same time, we got to stay strong and, and stay faithful that things will change eventually. Correct. And that these killings or the killers 
the murderers yep. w- in which they are will mm-hmm. be prosecuted, like in charge. Um, but like, it's just, it's just sad. Is is we're we're so we're getting so used to it, and like you said, justice for Rihanna Teller and so many others. Correct. Um, but it's like, when will it stop? Or and will it ever stop? Correct. But we'll talk about that more on another and, time. And yeah. we we're going to try to get like certain different different guests on to to hear their opinion on it. Correct. Um. So we'll talk about that more in detail on a. On another episode. Correct. But let's get into it. So it's been a lot, a lot, a lot of controversy about Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion's new song. (sighs) (laughs) So it's hard for me. So let me see. (laughs) Because it's like, when, where is this energy for the male rappers? That talk like this, like Juicy J. Y'all know that song. I ain't gotta say it. I don't gotta say the beat, and y'all go. Y'all can say the lyrics to it while y'all listening to the podcast. So it's like I never heard no outrage over that. I never heard no outrage over the Whisper song. I never heard no outrage of Cameron. You can come on now. I could. We could go on and on and on. So. Where's the energy at, you know? And then I think the energy is also pertaining to parenting and stuff like that. I don't have any children. But what I can say is when were rappers, when were rappers supposed to be your role models in this era? Now, if I talk to my father who is older, then maybe he could tell me about artists in his time, you know, that were, you know, we have artists that uplift and talk about certain things, but we also have other artists that talk about this type of stuff. And that don't make one better than the other. It's just, you know, Listen to what your preference is. And if you're trying to get, you're trying to listen to some uplifting music, why are you listening to Cardi B? And also, like, <laughs> people fail to realize, like, everybody ain't trying to be a role model. Like, Yeah, I don't think Cardi <laughs> or Meg is like, yeah. Like, they making music that Correct. make them feel good. Yep. And they have a following, so mm-hmm. that it makes their, their, their followers happy and their listeners. Like, Correct. If you don't rock with it, like... Just save your opinion because it really doesn't matter because it doesn't pertain to you. Because don't let your kids listen to it. Number you one. don't have to listen to it. All right. I'm almost scared. <laughs> you can you can mute it like mute them like, but it doesn't matter because you're not a fan. So why? And that's like, okay. Yeah. Like I never understood why people like. Man, I don't like that. Okay, you don't have to listen to it. You don't have to subscribe to it. You don't have to buy their merch. Like I don't understand why people get. When they don't like something, now everybody don't have to like it. So if I don't like the song, now Reg don't like to like it. Nobody like it. It's like a domino effect. You don't have to be like that. Like at the end of the day, this it's entertainment. is it's entertainment. This is what it is right now. This is what some of these women are talking about. And I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite like, oh, I don't listen to that music because I do. But I'm a grown woman and I can dissect the music in a way that I feel comfortable for me. And you can me. make your own decisions on how exactly. you react and to I'm, it and how you act in society. Exactly. Like, I listen to the music. It's like Reg said, it's for entertainment purposes only. Now, do I follow some of the guidelines and stuff that they talk about in the music? No, because that's not something that I'm subscribed to. But it doesn't take away the fact that the song is entertaining. You know what I'm saying? So you have to have your own mind and to think like, okay, if this is something that you don't want to listen to and it's something that's affecting you in a negative way, 
way, then don't listen to it. And that's okay. But for you to think that these artists are supposed to be raising your children, that's not it. That's not it. Because you don't you don't have them and is and I feel like is is a is a a little girl versus little boy thing because they're like, Oh, we don't want little girls to listen to this. Oh, but you want the little boys to listen to Papa Perk, I'm hurt, weird, all that. You want them to listen to that, but you don't want these and it's the same thing. You know, it's the same thing. It's just in a different context. These are, these are grown women talking about grown women activities. So who needs to be listening to it? Grown women. Little girls shouldn't be listening to this, you know. So at the end of the day, that's why they have edited music on the radio. And that's why you have conversations with your children about the music that they listen to. And if your child happens to run across it and listen to it, that's a conversation that you need to have one-on-one. Hey. Yeah, that's not a see. Uh, little snippet. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like to beat. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like I said, I'm not on here to try to paint a perfect picture. Nikita, oh, she perfect. She no, I listen to this music, but I'm a grown adult woman that can. Hey, that's it. That's it. That's it. But yeah, like I'm a grown woman, and I can dissect the music in a way that I know. That I'm not going to follow these guidelines to this music. And it's just music at the end of the day. And these women are talking about their personal uh, lives. Cardi in the song is not saying, hey, you go out and do this. Meg is not saying, hey, you go out and do this. She was like, this is what I do. You want to show, I'm going to tell you how I got this ring. So this is something she's telling you how she got it. You don't have to follow it. And, and just like any other um, artist. But what I would say is... um. You just have to keep that same energy. So, yes, the song is catchy. But if I was interviewing Cardi or Meg, I would be honest and say, you know, is this some music that you would want your child? And, like, how do you dissect this? How do you be a role model? Because I know you didn't ask for it. But some people do look at you guys as role models. How do you dissect that? You're talking about this topic, but you also want to uplift women and uplift young girls to go to school and do X, Y, and Z. So it's just all about keeping that same energy at the end of the day, you know? So it's tough, but just keep that same energy for the dudes too, y'all. Cause that's not right. Cause there's a lot of dudes talking reckless too. And I don't hear, I don't hear nobody talking about it. So that's not fair. Hey, listen, you watch the video. Never mind. I ain't even going to get into it. I saw a couple snippets. I ain't watch it all. You don't need to watch I it. I actually don't watch any videos. So yeah, but, but I heard really it was very, very yeah, it's yeah, very wrong. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> Rich probably used to watch BT Uncut, y'all. He trying to cap right now. He probably used to watch BT Uncut <laughs> with the volume off so his parents can't hear him. Rich probably was off the BT Uncut. I ain't. I never <laughs> ever watched. Ever. It. I never ever. even knew B. What's BT Uncut? Never. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no. listen, before before you wrap this episode up, um. Make sure, make sure y'all, uh, when the time is, when the time comes, make sure y'all go vote. Um, oh yeah, this is an important election. Joe guys. Biden just announced Kamala, Kamala Harris. Mm, yeah. yeah, sorry, I butchered your name, but um, as his VP. Um, so make sure y'all vote, and 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 no vote is a vote for Trump. I, I'm saying it right here, like I agree. If you don't vote at all, you're 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 with him, and your silence says everything. If you're not. Voicing your opinion, whether it be by word of mouth, social media, Correct. then you're 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 on the other side. You're not with us. Also, do your research too. You know, if you don't know about the candidates, you want to learn more. 
That's what Google's for. We always mm-hmm. have our phones in our hand 24-7. So go online, look it up, you know, do your research. Don't just vote for a person because everyone else is voting for them. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is one of the most important elections for us, you know. We have a lot of things going on in this world right now. And if you want change, if we want change, you know, we got to put the right people in the, in the best position, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, do your research, do your due diligence, and get out there and vote. Yeah, and I, I want to do something new to, um, See, starting here you today. Go. Here you go. So first, first, I want to say thank you. I meant to do this at the beginning of the episode. I want to say thank you to Von Leek for joining us last Correct. week. Correct. Um, his, his YouTube series, Late in, in Color, released on August 12th so um yeah yesterday so uh make sure y'all y'all subscribe to his youtube channel and and check that out and also listen to his stay woke stay woke podcast excuse Mm -hmm. me um so yeah so what i want to do kita (laughs) anytime you talk to me like this about something crazy at the end of every episode i I, i'm gonna shout out a black business and you're gonna shout out a black business okay because you know i got them on deck you You know i support my people so me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. Um, and my shout out today is to Gym Work Training on Instagram um, and Facebook. Dion Chu is the head the the head man over there. Um, they they offer trainings, they offer workouts, they offer uh, just everything you need for your basketball for your kids in in basketball. They they've trained uh, NBA players, Charles Cook. Davon Reed, Malachi Richardson. So they're they're solidified in what they do. Um so make sure y'all check him out on Instagram and Facebook at Gym Work Training. So shout out to you, Dion. Um, you know you got our support over here. Okay, so I'll probably just go with my recent black business purchase, something that I just purchased. So this is my former coworker. Um, this is his clothing line. It's called Elephants Over Ants. So it's spelled elephants. I hope you guys know how to spell elephants. <laughs> Over O-V-E-R. Ants Clothing. That's the Instagram. Um, he just dropped his new tees. Um, you can DM him, DM him. Talk about the pricing. He ships to you. Um, you know, and I just copped this shirt. So I want to give a big, big shout out to my bro, Austin. You know, I support the brand. I've been on his head for so long about putting out this brand and I'm so happy that he finally did it website coming soon, but guys go on Instagram, go elephants over ants clothing, you know, DM, DM him. He got shirts. You could pick your colors out, your sizing, you know, you could talk to him all about the pricing and um, I just copped a shirt and I, and I'm excited about getting it. And I just want to say big, big shout out to my bro elephants over ants clothing. Big shout out to you, bro. And also on that note, um, we're working on some new designs because we ain't come out with any apparel lately. So working on some new designs. Look out for that. Um, if you want to be a guest on our show, just hit us up, DM us, email us, all that good stuff. Yep. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our website and also on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yep. Leave a review. Let us know if you like it. Let us know if you don't. Let us know what we need to uh, work on. Right. You know, who... Let us know who you think we should have on as a guest. All all that good stuff. You know yep. how it goes. Yep. Um, and that's all I got. Oh yeah, and um, what was it? How many subscribers we got on YouTube now? Well, we we over a hundred. Yeah, which you so said once next, we get over next episode, you're gonna have a. You gonna I got some bars for y'all. You feel me? Yeah. So be on the lookout for Kita's bars on our. <laughs> it might not be our next episode, but whenever we do it, like a regular episode. Yeah, whenever we us, do a regular, yeah. Um. Be on the, the lookout for that. Uh, don't forget King Av 
mixtape dropping real soon. Yep. Let's um, talk more work. Volume one is dropping. If it doesn't drop tomorrow, it's going to drop this week. Just be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Um, that's going to be fire. And uh, yeah, be on the lookout for the Playmaker podcast because we 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 hitting our stride and we only going to get better. So um, be on the lookout for some 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 very cool guests, mm-hmm. um, especially within the next week or two. So uh, on that note, this is episode 56 of the Playmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. I'm your co-host, Nikita Monroe-Thomas. Happy birthday, King Gav. We out of here. Peace. Visit our website at theplaymakerpodcast.com and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify.